0: listeners, it's Fiona, your Gen X, and this is the XYZ Experiment Podcast. This week, we didn't have an episode ready lined up, and it's all my fault, because for the last two weeks, I've had to give my voice a rest due to laryngitis, and I've had to cancel all our regular podcast tapings. So I thought, today I was feeling a bit better, my voice is sounding a bit stronger, and we really did need an episode this week. And so what I thought was, I thought I'd be quite meta, And I just talk a little bit about our podcast and where it started and how it got off the ground and how we got Amelia and Sarah and Dash to join me and uh, how we tape it and how we get it out to you all. Because I'm not sure if many of our listeners are aware, but we're on every continent in the world except for Antarctica We've reached over 50 countries and it just amazes us, amazes us podcasters. We, we look at our stats all the time and we particularly love a map that shows where we are. So what we might do on our Instagram feed is put a picture of our map up so you can get an idea and see if you can see your town and where you're listening to us from. The idea sort of came to me for a podcast back in 2020. And uh, in 2020, I lived in Melbourne and Melbourne was in a uh, really well, the world's longest lockdown, literally, because of COVID. And because of my profession, I had lost my job and uh, because I was a dentist and we just weren't working at all. And not only i lost my job, but I quit my job at the same time. And I, I was really lucky in that I had signed up for this program that a group called uh, Leadership Victoria ran, which was called the Williamson Leadership Programme. And uh, normally it's done face to face, but because of lockdown, they had to go onto the Zoom for the first time ever. And every week I got to get into a Zoom room with 60 plus, I would say incredible people, absolutely incredible people from all walks of life. And we were all there. Well, I thought it was just going to be a simple leadership program learning to be a better leader. But what it really was, was learning a lot more about yourself and getting a a bigger and a broader view of the world and maybe a little bit of realising the amount of privilege that we had to be there and, and seeing people who weren't so lucky. And it was a good lesson for me during COVID when I was feeling very sorry for myself that things could have been a lot worse. Look, I would say that I was probably at one of my lowest ebbs during the program. Um, I was 52 at the time. I'd really lost myself. I think a lot of women in their 50s are like that. And um, you start to wonder, where's my place in the world? You're no longer young. Um, A lot of things are quite different. You might be going through menopause like I was. And there's a lot of questioning about where your life is going and what you're doing. And I think I'd lost myself in you know, giving almost 30 years of my life to a job, which I loved, um, but really probably giving too much of myself to that job, maybe a little bit too much to my family, maybe a little bit too much to over-shopping and overeating eating and just not examining myself enough about what I really needed and what was going to feed me and nourish me. And the thing about the Williamson is, is that program really helped me find myself. Now, a lot of people might say, what's the word for it? They might say that, you know, you discover more about yourself. I'm not sure if I did. I think I discovered who I was again. And I became the Fiona of my young years again, full of hope, full of I can do anything, full of adventure, full of laughter. And so when I finished the program, I wanted to do more. And at first I thought it was politics. You know, I thought I'd like to go into federal politics. and But gosh, at the time, it just it didn't look like a good place to be. And then I thought maybe I could write a book. And then I finally landed on the idea that I could do a podcast. But for about six months to a year, a podcast on what? That's literally what I was thinking. And I talked to a lot of people And I knew I had something to say, but I just wasn't quite sure how I had to say it. I've got lots of stories. I'm a storyteller. I love telling them. But I just wasn't sure what that form would take as a podcast. And then Amelia, who's one of our hosts here, she lives in Sydney. She'd come over to Melbourne and we had a lunch together. And I was sitting down with Amelia and we were having a chat about her love life. And I'm sure she won't mind me sharing this story. She was just telling me, and it's going to make me laugh because she was telling me that Two men were ghosting her at the same time on some of the da- on a dating app that she was on. And this is blowing my mind because I was just saying to her, literally, oh, in my day, you know, because that sort of thing just didn't happen. You met men or you met your partner, I should say, at a pub or at a club or you met them at work when it was still OK to date at work. Um, you met them through friends. I met my husband through a friend. And there was no such thing as a dating app. I mean, there were ads in the paper that you could put in, but I don't know anybody who did that. There was speed dating and that was done at a pub or a club, but it's just not the way that we met people. And as we were talking away and she was talking about all the different dating apps, because it really fascinates me, I suddenly realised that there was an idea here to talk about, well, at first I thought it was about dating, but about different generational views of what happens in your life nowadays and so in that very moment I said to Amelia I think I've got a podcast do you want to be part of this I asked a few other people because Amelia is a she's right on the border between a gen Z and a millennial so I thought well we need a millennial and then maybe a zennial as well and so that's how Dash and Sarah came on now Dash was also at the Williamson program with me but the thing about Dash and Sarah and what they add to it is not only their generation, but they come from a very, both of them, very different backgrounds to myself and Amelia. They bring experiences with them and views with them that are quite different to ours. And I think they're really grounding to our podcast. Sometimes we're talking about Sarah or Dash, can just ask a question or just say something. And it just brings me right back to what's important about this conversation and what the core of our podcast is and sometimes just reminding me of the amount of privilege that I have in my life and uh, I think they are, I love it when they're on our podcast they add such an important point of view and I just have total respect for their life experiences so different to mine and they often remind me to just be, to do better and to be better so for six weeks, or oh, six months, I should say, when we first decided we were going to do this together, us four, we met every couple of weeks on Zoom and we'd meet for about an hour and we'd talk about different topics and we'd talk about what this podcast could be. Oh, we had a lot of chats around it and, and trying to decide a name and what we were going to call ourselves. That was actually more difficult than you can imagine. And uh, at first we were going to call ourselves... Um, same shit, different generation. And and I mean, it makes me laugh, but I'm really glad we didn't go with that. But if we did that, we'd get an explicit warning on our podcast. And that means that you don't necessarily get uh, shown to different countries. So it was really important for us that our podcast didn't carry an explicit warning. So finally, we came upon the name the XYZ Experiment podcast, and that was to reflect our different generations. And when we came up with that name, it just made so much sense to us. Like it was like, yeah, that's it. Like there was sort of no questioning in it after that. Then we thought, well, now we have to start recording, recording. And we looked at different mediums thinking, can we do it on Zoom and record it? Because Amelia's in Sydney anyway. And then we decided, no, 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 we want to be in the room as much together as possible because when we're together, we do have quite an energy together so we can see each other and talk to each other. And one of our um, podcast hosts, Brother, actually is a sound engineer for quite a few of well-known Australian podcasts. And he really generously gave us his time going through with us about, you know, what microphone to use and what sort of um, post-track thing to record our podcast on and how to do it and how to use Zoom with it at the same time, because literally none of us had any idea how to do that. So uh, we had a really quick lesson on that and then he sent us a whole lot of notes, which I will forever be grateful to him for. And we all bought the equipment and we all got together. (laughs) just started talking. It was important that we all had exactly the same microphones. We'd all have very similar sounds. So we've done that. We didn't go expensive. I I would tell you that we are really in a cheap range of recording. Maybe as we get uh, more progressive, we might get something a bit more flash. But this is all you need to just get a podcast up and going. Um, We recorded about 10 episodes. I think four to six of those will never be published or see the light of day. Uh, it can be because they're just not very good or it can be the sound didn't so, sound so good. But then we had to learn how to publish and edit them and that was quite a process. So I, I do all the editing at the moment and I do it on um, my Mac and I do it on Band at the moment. So I had to learn, I, I didn't know anything about Band, so I had to sort of learn on the hop I certainly need a lot more lessons, but after I've I've done over editing over 40 podcasts now, so I have a pretty good idea and I'm starting to get much, much better. It's, it's really fascinating to hear yourself speak and hearing others around you. And when you do so many episodes, you start to hear uh, little things that you do during the podcast. And certainly now, I certainly say a lot less ums and ahs, as, as does the other hosts, because editing those out is a real pain. So we're sort of learning now to, to take out a lot of the ums and the ahs. At the start, we used to do quite a lot of them. And I think the reason why we did quite a lot of them is because we were still so new to talking like this. So we often had to sort of stop and think a little bit about what we wanted to say, we've certainly now got our topics in advance. So we're a lot better on our topics because a couple of us actually need a real idea of the topic to have a think about it before we even get into the room together, because it's hard to think on the fly about what you want to say about a topic. And also sometimes it's good to do some research about the topic. So you actually do have something to say about it. One of the things, my voice did sound to me what I thought it sounded like, maybe because I talk a lot with my job. Uh, But one of the things I did notice is that I often repeat something twice when I'm trying to make a point. I never realised that. And I'll say something and then I'll literally say it again, exactly the same, a second time. But in the moment, I don't realise I'm doing that. It's only when I listen to myself, I think, oh, wow, I said that. And then I said it again. And I've left that in for you listeners. And maybe that's something that I've done to just hammer home a point. You know, sometimes they say to us as dentists, you have to say something three times before a patient hears it. And I think maybe that's where that has come from, from me. The other really interesting thing and something that one of my sisters told me is in a podcast, when someone's speaking, you don't have to fill in every space you know, doing that. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. I understand. Maybe it's better sometimes to be silent and just let that last sentence rest and give it the space that it needs to breathe. So we will certainly be learning to do that quite a bit. I did the artwork myself. I did it on Canva and it was free. I uh, went through a whole lot of different designs, and you know, we had a what we have a WhatsApp group with us um, for um, women, and uh, you know, what do you think of this one? What do you think of this one? What do you think of this one? Until finally, we landed on the one that we have got, and then sent it to Amelia, who does a lot of our social media, to complete it with the colours to represent each of us, and we all chose a colour each, and that's how our logo came about. And I did a little bit of research about the logo and about how it needs to stand out and things like that. And I think our logo does stand out. We have Amelia and Dash doing the social media together at the moment. We're only on Instagram and we don't have a great following. We really do want to grow that because we're a little bit haphazard with it. And I think that's sort of our intention at the moment until we get more episodes under our belt and, and we can become a, a better podcast for you listeners Um, because our intention is in 2024 is to maybe add some video to that as well and then we can sort of do reels and we can do TikTok and we can do YouTube and just offer you know a different place for you to view or to listen to our podcast it just takes time every you know when you're new to this sort of medium it just takes time to learn how to do each of those things and I just didn't want to rush into the videoing part of it as well I just wanted to get you know, maybe this year just really get our sound down and really get our topics down and our guests down and and make sure that you listeners are really enjoying what we're doing. And then next year, just add in that next element. And at the same time, we're developing a website and we're doing that ourselves. And then you'll get to see a little bit more about us and what we're doing and what's coming up and maybe give us suggestions about what you would like to hear. We'd really, we'd really love to do that. When we were listening, um, thinking of our podcast, we were thinking that we needed some music and at first I was just going to get one of the free ones off the internet. But then Dash has a very good friend, Luke Champion, and uh, and the offer was there for him to do, uh, to compose some music for us. So we had an online meeting with him and gave him an idea of what our podcast was and the sort of sounds that we've liked from other podcasts. And so Luke spent a couple of weeks just putting a few tunes together for us he composed them himself and then we chose the one that we liked the best and we have a an intro and an outro and we have some other sounds that we can use in between and I think it was who really pushed for that and I think at the time I fought it a little bit which looking back now is a bit crazy because I'm really glad we've got our own sound she was absolutely right to to do that and now we have our own sound. And if we need to add to that, we could always go back to Luke to sort of add to it or, or change something or give us something more to go around our theme. And I love that we have our own theme. And then once we've done that and we've got everything set up, ready to go, we've recorded a few episodes, we've got our logo, we've got our music, then you've got to get published. And seriously, I know this is going to sound crazy. I hadn't done enough research on that either. And then I learned that you actually needed to get an RSS feed. And what that stands for is really simple syndication. And what you do is is you actually upload it. I use rss.com. You upload it to that site and then you put in your your episode and and you put in your title and you put in all of your sort of um, hashtags into that. And then you put the date in that you want it to be published and it publishes it for you onto every website that has or podcast that has accepted you. So when you first go in there, you make an application to all the different podcasts and the RSS feed does that for you. Well, this website does. And then um, you get accepted. So we got accepted to everything. We got accepted to Spotify. We got accepted to Apple. We got accepted to Firefox. We got accepted to... Google, like there's, there's a heap of podcast sites that you can be on. And it just made the process so easy for us that we just got accepted through this feed. And then you just start publishing your episodes and it just drops onto each of the different podcasts for you. So whatever you, the listener wants to listen to it on, you can. And it just makes everything, I just can't get over how easy and seamless that is. I would, if you're thinking about doing a podcast, that's the first thing I would do is to get an RSS feed because it's very, very helpful. We're doing things a little bit differently this year with our podcast. You might have noticed at the start, it was all four of us always discussing a topic. But we think that we needed to be a little bit broader than that and bring in some people from different generations. Like we've had a silent generation. We've had baby boomers. We're planning to have a couple of alphas. Um, who are only teens and and young, young um, people. And we're thinking that if we interview some of these people, uh, it will make our podcast a bit more broader and a bit more interesting. There's still going to be episodes with all four of us where we will talk topics that, you know, that we love and things like that. But we do want to intersperse those now with some of our other topics. And, you know, some of our most popular topics so far have been like the IVF journey and Dasha's MS journey and topics on love as well about marriages and I do and dating and things like that. So, you know, um, we find that we we tend to hit quite a lot of different type of topics And they they tend to all be fairly popular. Our least popular episode so far is about makeup, that I don't like to wear makeup, which really makes me laugh. But, uh, you know, give that one a listen if you haven't listened to it yet about why I don't like to wear makeup. I suppose this is just an opportunity for me to thank you for taking the time. You laugh at us, you cry at us. I know sometimes some of you are very unhappy with us or you yell at us as we say things. But, you know, we're developing and we're learning and and we're really we're trying to get better and better to give you a better experience. And if you're really enjoying the journey so far, make sure you give us a like and make sure you follow us. Uh, Tell all your friends and family we want more followers because I just can't explain to you that what a pleasure it is for us to all share our stories with you from the bottom of our hearts, from Amelia, Dash. Sarah and myself, it's just such a pleasure to share this journey with you and uh, we hope to do so for a long time to come. Thank you.